Hello, this is Coach Mark Manila here from ESLBusinessEnglishExperts.com and of course Initial-Impact.com which is my high performance immigration career coaching and mentoring platform. So wherever you're listening to me and whatever time of day or night this is, you're very warm welcome to me here broadcasting from Manila. So today I'd like to speak to you about something that bugs many of my students and I get a lot of emails about this and I'm very happy to assist you. I get asked what are the ways to sound like a professional in business English because it's really important that business English is spoken in a slightly different way um, to your everyday language. Now as one of the most used business languages English has got to have been the biggest means of reaching investors, sponsors, you know, employers, influencers, the list goes on. And if you think about it, without it, you can't really develop your future earning potential, career opportunities or lifestyle. It's an essential skill to have. Business English is vital. And many learners struggle for years with the difficulties of mastering business English, not because um, of the fact that they don't have the capability but it's because not realizing fully that you should narrow your focus to your industry and the business related vocabulary and that's exactly what I do in my masterclass sessions and one-to-one -one sessions so if you're interested to find out a little bit more about that you can actually get a free 15-minute trial with me we can have a chat directly about the problems you're having with your business English you just hop over to initial-impact.com or you can also get that through eslbusinessenglishexperts.com. Grab your 15-minute free trial session with me via Zoom, or we can connect by WeChat if that's better, or Telegram, and let's go through together exactly what's happening for you. No obligation, and you will leave there with a better idea and confidence about how to improve your business English. So when it comes down to this, there's a few ways to improve and practice your English communication skills whilst you're on the go, because I appreciate we're all very busy professionals. So the first thing is create a list of business news sources and check on them daily. Um, I prefer to just set my, my students a special uh, task, five minutes a day. I just say, give me five, right? And that's all I want. I just want you five minutes every day to spend on training your business language. Um, so if you think about it, you spend a lot of time either just making a coffee or chatting with someone on the phone. I'm sure you take longer than five minutes. I'm not asking you to spare a lot of time at all here then, am I? And I believe it is achievable for everybody to give me five minutes every day. And they soon add up. So if you have the opportunity, grab this, okay? Daily reading of news posts helps you expand your business vocab. Just take five minutes a day and make it an active session, all right? So I want you to take notes about the new vocab and it's really important you make a note of that, a list of it, and then practice speaking some sentences, constructing sentences out loud, even if you're speaking just to yourself, and record yourself. I want you to absolutely listen to yourself and hear how you are speaking when you play it back because you'll be able to spot your grammar mistakes or perhaps your strange pronunciation and correct yourself. But if you just speak them out loud to yourself but don't record it or listen back, you don't get any reflective uh, learning from that. Clearly, it's better to work one-to-one -one with a coach like myself who can correct or give you feedback. But if you're doing this for yourself on your own, then that is a top tip. Record yourself and listen to it back. 
right? Now, clearly the best time of the day for this is early morning or before you start getting stuck in your daily tasks, all right? Try to check up things like Bloomberg, maybe, um, CNN News, uh, Wall Street Journal, The Economist, The Financial Times, the list goes on. Um, there's many, many sites available on your desktop or apps, so it's impossible for anybody to say they can't find something somewhere. And try to find um, articles related to your industry to make it interesting for you. But it's also important to uh, try to expand it beyond your industry sector because you might be a student who already knows quite a lot of your industry words. But if you're then going to be working with suppliers who are from slightly different backgrounds and industries, you need to know their words too. So for example, if you're a sales and marketing professional and you're working within the fast moving goods industry, then try to also listen to logistics uh, podcasts or read some articles on that or something like packaging, um, suppliers, anything or anybody that you would interact with to try and do business negotiations and deals, try to look up their industry too because you need to understand what they're saying just as much as you need to be able to say what you want to them okay so that's really important top tip for you and what I want you to do is at first it might be hard to really understand all these unknown words and phrases um, don't pick and translate all the words just choose the ones that really stand out to you that you feel you might one day use in a conversation Right? And your aim here is just to under, understand the general summary, the gist of an article um, and add about five to eight new words to, and I prefer to suggest you write them down with your, your hand um, because it helps make that mind memory connection. There's something very much about handwriting stuff that accesses parts of our brain, if we're talking about NLP and the psychology of learning here, and tapping it into a tablet, all right? Now, clearly, if you really find that isn't you, and you know you work better with a tablet, I'm not gonna argue with that. If that's your learning style, then go for it. But usually the scientific uh, principles behind this shows that handwriting it is better for you. So that's what I'd recommend. Now, check the headlines um, of business news, keep in mind, you should always choose um, one article to focus on entirely in your five minutes. If you feel you can go longer than five minutes, go 10 minutes, all right? But what I want you to absolutely do is I want you to focus solidly for those five or 10 minutes. I want you to tell everybody to leave you alone. You must switch your cell phone alerts off. I don't want you checking your phone for anybody poking you, pinging you, or twittering at you, or any of that nonsense. This is not the time for that. You can do that afterwards. If you really want to get serious, it's like going to the gym, right? If you went to the gym and just sat on the equipment and didn't really bother, and then complain at me that you're not growing, there's only one person to blame, and that's the person looking back at you in the mirror. You have to go in and use the equipment and do the work. Do the work. Switch the cell phone alerts off, make sure the door is shut, tell everybody not available for five, 10 minutes. Set up your learning article you're going to use, your podcast, your video, your news article, whatever it is, before you hit the timer. And then I want you to set that timer and watch it go, count down, focus like your life depends on it for five, 10 minutes. When that timer goes off, you stop. Even if you could do more, I want you to feel well done. I've done a great session. And then I want you to make a tally chart 
A line on a chart you can see every day on the wall somewhere, on your fridge, on your front door, in your car, wherever it is you're going to see this to motivate you. Every time you do a five or ten minute session, they want you to put a line down, like a tally bar chart. Okay, and you will see those adding up each day and you'll feel more motivated. It's like at the end of the week, look how many sessions I've done. You know, I've done like a couple of hours without realizing it because those five minutes stack up. So that's what you need to do. Okay, now at the end of the day, you're looking to learn terms that are specifically related to things such as finance, accounting, marketing, etc. So it's really important for you that you focus on finding those specific articles. The other thing is, as I say, use podcasts or video channels. Of course, there's mine and you know where this is already. Um, I do have a video channel, so the YouTube, the links are down there below. Go check them all out. But here's the thing. You may have some weaknesses, all right, with English pronunciation or perhaps your writing skills aren't so great. And it doesn't mean that you should wait another year before studying the language of business. Many people use that as an excuse, all right? and say, oh, I couldn't do business English because I'm not very good at my basic English. But it's important, important for you to still try, all right? I don't really think that we can say that one is something that you have to do first before you go to advanced business English. It's important you have a basic understanding of English, of course, right? And I also recommend you start improving your English pronunciation because honestly and truly, the biggest challenge that I work with with many of my students is that they have an excellent vocab. They are great with their business knowledge, but here is the problem. I listened in on a session the other day um, in a, a big team meeting event and sadly, the person who would approach me for help, I could hear exactly what the problem was. He couldn't pronounce a lot of the words and the team was struggling to actually follow his presentation. It was distracting them because you could see on their faces and body language, it was unclear some of the pronunciations. So the first thing that I did with this lovely gentleman was get him in there and we worked on that pronunciation. And by the end of the first 60 minutes, he was much clearer, sharper, and 100% more confident with his second presentation. So again, if that sounds like you, hop across to initial-impact.com, press that button, get the 15 minutes free consultation with me and let's listen to you and help you achieve the same, all right? Now, when I talk to people about finding things such as pronunciation assistance, okay, podcasts and watching videos with subtitles can help you, all right? Um, I would recommend places like Forbes, um, that gives a huge list of podcasts on business insights from entrepreneurs and experts, as say The Economist, Financial Times, there's, there's so many more of them, okay? And of course, disclaimer there, I'm nothing to do with any of these publications, so, you know, um, nothing in this for me. Now, also, I would say, check what podcast works for you. So when you think about it, if you're dealing with business to business customers, then that's what you need to be looking for. Business to consumer will be slightly different, all right? Um, you might want to switch on some entrepreneur shows. There's many different ones out there, okay? And some big celebrity ones too. And from the point of view, if you feel that you're not ready for podcasts, you need to visually see something, YouTube, TED Talks, okay? There's plenty there to you to choose from. But the important thing is, as I say, active, reflective listening. Write down the vocab and then practice it and record yourself and listen to it back to ensure you're actually starting to use it. 
Then what I'd say to you, um, when you're confident with that, take that out for a road test in your next meetings, your business presentations, for goodness sakes, you've made the effort to learn and practice these new words and phrases, give them a go. Challenge yourself, make it exciting and think, Haha, how many times can I get this new phrase into my presentations this week, okay, and give it a go. It makes it fun, interesting, and actually, the, the more random or crazy some of the phrases are, the more fun you can have. Just be careful that you're not going to cause a problem in your business, okay. Uh, you might also want to watch TV series, um, you know, sort of things like uh, The Apprentice, if you want to watch reruns of that, all right, um, lots of things like Dragon's Den or The Shark Tank, which is the equivalent of that for America. So give those a go. Um, you will find it useful. You'll pick up a lot of top tips for business. And uh, of course, you can learn how to present your startup in front of a board of investors. So that's, that's a really smart move and it's a good way to do it. Um, other things such as things like the House of Cards, right, um, Suits, Mad Men, these types of series um, shows the form of communication style in English and statements that can strongly influence someone's opinion. Right. So that's another one that you can absolutely uh, use. Now, if all else fails, and you can't find a native speaker, or you don't want to work with a coach like myself here, um, I would recommend go online, attend some webinars. You can go to Events In, okay, Eventbrite. There's loads of places, right? Um, that you can sign up for some free webinars and events. If you want to do them in person, then look online again. Many of them are now taking place face to face after the crazy COVID nightmare that we've all been living through. And you really can communicate and develop your speaking skills at these events. In addition, look for expos happening in your local area, conferences, meetups, hackathons, you know, uh, anything, workshops, right? And there you're going to meet a variety of accents and different important contacts for your business. Go to job fairs, for goodness sakes, go to emigration expos. If you're looking you know, to emigrate to Canada, go to an expo for Canadian, you know, people wanting to look to emigrate to Canada. It doesn't take a genius to work out. You've just got to get creative. Um, if you're absolutely struggling with speaking to team members or perhaps like one of my lovely students um, working within Google, their training um, is being conducted in English, um, but they happen to be from Japan, then what I would be saying here is get involved with my masterclass, our debating masterclass. What I do there is I bring together five or six of my students in a very small class and you're all from different nationalities and accents and areas of the world and I really pit you against each other it's a debating class so you get a chance to argue with each other and learn how to do critical thinking skills how to influence people and do persuasive presentations but in addition to that you also get to understand each other's accents and we have a lot of fun you know my Indian students are complaining at the Italian students the Italian students are complaining at the French students and it's all in a fun way but we do start to understand each other's accents and that will absolutely help you. Um, one of the problems with platforms where you can only speak with native speakers is this. Um, I'm very much a fond advocate of, of many platforms, but if they only employ native speakers, your challenge is that when you get into the real world out there, it's not realistic. 
You're not going to be working with only native English speakers. You are going to work with people from India, France, Pakistan, Brazil, Egypt, Turkey, the list goes on, and they will have accents. You have an accent, they have an accent, okay? So it's really good for you to take part in, like I said, the debating masterclasses or find a networking event with lots of other speakers of English as a second language to help you develop that, all right? Um, try to decide what events will be helpful for you. And if you're interested in tech events, then clearly look through for tech events. Um, also, think about the entry cost. I wouldn't recommend you spend a fortune on this, right? I mean, at that rate, you might as well just pay me for some lovely coaching. It would be cheaper. <laughs> um, some of the entry tickets can cost you over $2,000, which is crazy, all right? Um, if you don't want to invest in coaching with myself, uh, my coaching starts from $50 an hour, depending on what doing for you but you know as for free to attend events you should take a look at meetup um, like eventbrite and as i say events in those are the main platforms you'll find them possibly um, on local forums as well for your country but you will need to uh, check them out to see what is available uh, for your country specifically um, in conclusion i'd say this achieving a high level of fluency in business english is not impossible right it does take more than just having classes. You have to absolutely put into practice what you're learning. And it's a long process of continual communication. Um, it requires you to turn up every day, five, 10 minutes every day, as I said to you, to focus on enhancing um, and trying different podcasts, news articles, and using them. You have to use them in your next meetings. If you're not, I'm just gonna be helping you build a list of vocab in your head or your noggin, that's a very British English slang for your head, um, but you're not gonna use it, right? Okay, so really I hope this helps you adjust the business language in, in all its forms. Um, if you feel um, that I've helped you here to get some insight and to gain a little bit of momentum and enthusiasm about your learning, and you would like to develop this further with your business skills or your pronunciation or accent reduction, or even receive more insightful tips, your business then do feel free to pop over as i say pick me up on a 15 minute free consultation no questions asked sign up to my newsletter here drop me an email okay it's hi at initial-impact.com or hi at eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and really don't be afraid Alright, I don't buy. If you've got any questions, you're unsure about what to do, maybe you're stuck, perhaps you're shy and embarrassed about your abilities to present to your team, you don't have to be. It's an awful situation and nobody should feel that sort of inconfident or afraid to present. So get in touch with me. I love to help everybody who comes my way and I don't buy, as I say, really. It's okay. <laughs> so I hope this has been helpful. I've been Mark in Manila. You've been fantastic for listening and here's to your every success. Stay safe and see you soon.